It's me. Hello. You know, from school. Um, not ringing a bell. <laughs> a school bell. School school bell. Dingling. Ding a ding a dingling. <laughs> ding dong. No, did you call me? <laughs> Are you sick? Yeah, is it coming through? I can hear it. You're a little congested. Yeah, I got sick. In your testes. <clears throat> that sucks. <laughs> you can tell that too. Mm-hmm. It's very audible. Yeah, I gotta get I gotta get home. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set. It's a podcast about learning to appreciate an artist's back catalog. I'm Nathan Hunt. And I'm Cameron DeWitt. And I'm I'm ready to bring you that lucid, clear-headed, um, uh-huh. just smart commentary uh-huh. that uh, you come to expect on this show. Yeah. In completely... And I'm definitely not <laughs> really sick uh-huh. and real spacey mm-hmm. and uh, wishing that I was just uh, in bed. Or dead. Or dead. <laughs> More like Cameron D. Sick. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we listening to tonight, Cameron? Uh, we listened to um, Smash Mouth's only album, as far as I know, that's not on Spotify. Yep. And I don't really know why. Um, but it's... Uh, I know why. It's called S- Summer Girl. Mm-hmm. I hardly knew her. Uh, and uh, yeah, it... Uh, we only have we only have one more after this. Hang in there, everybody. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, we're close. The, yeah, the, this band is nothing. The music is nothing. I am interested to see what the next album will be because the principal songwriter Greg Camp will not be involved. Mm-hmm. Did he rejoin but, uh, Smash yeah, Mouth all- recently? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> it looks like he did. We will be due for a, a follow-up season, I think, pretty soon, which would be fun um, because um, Garth came out with something recently he that did? may or may not have some new material in it. Oh. I think so. Or it may have just been like a re repackaged, you know, remaster thing or something. Uh-huh. But he, he he came out with something, and then I think Alanis came out with something, and Insane Clown Posse. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe others too that we've covered. So it'd be fun to do a a, uh, a catch up season, yeah. Which is just like the, all the newest stuff. Mm-hmm. We but uh, until then, talking about Smash Mouth. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Sigh, sigh, sigh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't want to get too retrospective. Yeah, we'll do that on the next episode. But uh, so there's there's some moments in this album that um are a little less nothing i think they're doing <laughs> a little kind of a less better job nothing. at making that's a great way yeah. of talking about this <laughs> i think they're doing better at doing songs that are less um uh have less poetic bluffs in them yeah um, but i still don't really appreciate what the songs are about so yeah. Or enjoy, like the singing is real shitty in this. Yeah. It's just like real, real shitty and just like gross. Yeah. I mean, that's Steve Harwell for you. He yeah, doesn't but really I feel know like what he to really do. leaned into it for this one. Mm. Yeah. He doesn't really know what to do if he's not doing some weird, like raspy ska voice or something. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. I, I agree, though, Steven. that the uh, there are more songs that are actually about something. And that is, yeah. I appreciate that. Um, but I appreciate overall. it too, but I almost like the poetic bluff more because this is, it's just sort of sad when, now that they're admitting that their songs are about something because then it's just like, all right, you obviously don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh-huh. There's no pretense to criticize. It's just like, ugh. All right. Why did they make this album? You can tell their heart is not in it. Uh, I don't think they thought that they were had much chance of like a commercial success. Um, in fact, the reason it's not on Spotify is they were dropped from their record label, the album before, after, yeah, after the right? end of the last album. Um, and then they released this one on a label called Beautiful Bomb, 
which if you click That's on a Wikipedia the label, yeah, if you click on, it on Wikipedia, it just redirects to Smash Mouth. So I think it's some sort of weird self-release thing because, as you say, "Beautiful Bomb" yeah. is the name of a song on this album. Um, so. Yeah, that's like when you you see a movie like like a production company like mm-hmm. just for the movie. And it Star Wars Pictures presents Star Wars, <laughs> a Star Wars like studio Happy production. Madison. What? Oh yeah, like yeah, Happy Happy Madison. Madison. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although you know what, you know what the best aspect of this album is, Cameron. Nah, it's short. No. Yeah, it's very short. <laughs> it, Most of the songs are about two minutes. Yeah, it's thirty-one seconds. minutes long. The entire album. And I was able to d- listen to it once right before we recorded. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Pretty ideal. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So to to peel back the kimono a little bit, I think as the saying goes, yeah, it's uh, real sticky down there. <laughs> She's real pickle back. <laughs> um, we we haven't recorded in a few weeks, so we might be throwing off our our game a little bit, um, which you may hear in our flow, our patter. But also, it's just been so nice to get a break from Smash Mouth for a few weeks. Yep, I've really enjoyed it. I've life has seemed so much brighter. <laughs> Uh, food tastes better. The sun shines more beautifully. Uh, I've been sleeping deeper. The swelling on your mouth has gone down. Yeah, all that you're w- just full lipped. <laughs> I'm what? You can your sinuses are clear. Hmm. Yeah, but now we're we're back with Smash Mouth. So, we're almost done. Hmm. So I want to I want to read the. Uh, one of the paragraphs that Wikipedia has about this album. The song So Insane was featured as the film Zoom's opening theme. And fun Is that fact, the movie with Tim Allen? Yes. For the record, yeah, it's Tim Allen. Zoom has 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. 3%. I've seen this movie. Whoa, no! I had never even heard of it. Is it so bad? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Is it so bad? I don't remember. It was... I mean, it came out... You know, like 12 years ago. So uh, I don't remember liking it, but I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's basically a superhero family. Oh, so like I I guess it came out after Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah. So. (gasps) Whoa, there are six Smash Mouth songs in the movie soundtrack. Holy shit. Yikes. (laughs) Wait, which ones? (laughs) So insane. Hang on. I don't know if I recognize that one. Everyday superhero. That's hmm? hang on. You know that one? That's from one one of the ones. And we've we've listened to that. Oh, forgettable. Uh come on, come on. And under pressure. Oh no. Is that a cover of the Queen and David Bowie song? <gasps> oh no. I do not want to hear them covering it. The 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 worst the worst thing that noise that's probably in human existence is Steve Harwell singing Eat eight out. <laughs> Eat eight out. That's okay. <laughs> Yikes. Let me put it that way. I do not want to hear his stupid ska voice <laughs> singing. <laughs> singing Freddie Mercury <laughs> vocables. Um, yeah, so bad movie, um, bad album. Well, Everyday Superhero uh, was also used to advertise the CBS sitcom the King of Queens. Uh-huh. Uh Kevin Kevin Smith? Kevin, that his name? Kevin Spacey? No, that's that's Kevin Silent Pollock. Pollock. Uh Kev No. <laughs> Fuck. Kevin James? Uh that's it. Oh, is yeah. it? Oh. Kevin McAllister. Yeah, it is Kevin. No, it's Kevin James. Uh that was his show. I've actually watched that show a lot because the TV was on all the time growing up ah. and all the sitcoms and uh i know about things that i wish i didn't mm. oh wait what do you mean what what do you what um, do you know about that you just, wish you didn't that the show king of queens was a show and oh. that kevin james was in it i thought it it taught you um bad things that you wish you could unlearn uh yeah some pretty shit gender role stuff i think ah okay I don't think it was particularly progressive. Also, going back to Tim Allen and Zoom, um, isn't Tim Allen like a real bad dude now? Like, I just think so, he's like, always been a real bad going dude. On mal- well, 
just like lately, isn't he like a Trump supporter and like goes on a lot of like anti-millennial rants and just like just a real shithead? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Because I love Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And I remember liking Home Improvement. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know, dude. Anymore. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Oh, yeah. That song, Everyday Superhero, was also heard in an America's Funniest Home Videos blooper compilation. And apparently that you is know, notable this bloopers enough. bloopers from the show <laughs> show bloopers. where they like f- <laughs> oops <laughs> they an accident didn't to- happen <laughs> oops nobody got hurt what a blooper it's just you know how like bob saget like you know did uh, funny commentary and all the videos mm-hmm. it's just like all the times that he accidentally said something just <laughs> filthy <laughs> just dropped f-bombs <laughs> left and right just just all the times he said the c-word <laughs> oh god <laughs> on the show. crap you mean <laughs> yeah i don't want to hear that kind of filth yeah they say that word well i've heard the word a lot lately it uh, seems because to be I've been in australia pretty common it's in australia not a bad word here yeah or it's not an unforgivable word right oh man so tim allen this the is energy. our tim allen cast the energy of i'm this is draining from me let's let's do do something quick choose a song let's talk about it uh, let's talk about the crawl. I think it's actually kind of an interesting song. Uh, okay. Standing united all together alone. Do the crawl. Do the crawl. Do the crawl. <laughs> Back into the woods. Do the sky. Do the sky. Yeah, do it. This song's dumb. I. Well, I don't know. Okay, so so basically the whole idea. The third verse is terrible, but like, I kind of like the first and second verse, which is, it's, it's about, um, kind of being resentful that humanity has evolved to the point where it is. And it kind of wants to go back like into the ocean and back into nature. And it has this really dumb chorus that I think is kind of funny, which is like a dance imperative, you know, do the crawl, like Mm it's, uh, or do the slide, but what you're doing the crawl and the slide into is like uh, back forest into a, a point before humanity existed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I kind of like, I don't know. I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> like um, they're, they're using their kind of, you know, retro pop rock thing to do uh, a funny idea. Mm-hmm. So is it yeah. funny? Uh, I think, I think it's funny like for what Smash Mouth tries to do I think it's it's effective I don't love it but mm-hmm. I probably liked it the most out of most of the songs in this interesting first one uh, hey cousin I know you not long ago in the city zoo you haven't changed uh, you still ain't standing up straight and I've been thinking about what we've become or what we haven't just look what we've done um, still making fire out of sticks and stones, standing united all together, all alone. Do the crawl, do the crawl, do the crawl back into the woods, do the slide, do the slide. Yeah. You and me back into the sea. I kind of like that, that anti rhyme scheme too. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Now you talk. Now okay. you say something. Um, yeah, this is like, I don't know. It's like kind of a dumber version of Devo. If Devo is actually... Um, seriously proposing for people to devolve. Did Devo ever <laughs> ever have songs about Devo? I don't remember if they did. I mean, I, I'm not. I think I, you're just. I don't. I think I'm you're not just thinking of the name Devo. Well, that's what they named their band after. That was like their idea of the band. I know that much. Um, Is that really though? Yeah, that's what the the like, the name comes from. Well, I know that's what the name means, but like, did they ever follow up with that theme uh, at all? I don't know. I'm not a Devo fan, so. Yeah, I've never really. Anyway, let's talk more about stuff we know nothing about. Um, the, here's some really good lyrics in this song. My naked eye saw a fly in a jar with a hole in the lid. To tell his kid exactly where not to go, I saw the puppet string screwed into his head. I heard the puppet yeah, this lie. Whole, <laughs> I felt the banner this whole third shred. Verse is poetic bluffs. I can smell the smoke as well as a rat. I can teach that dog. I can learn from a cat. Throw it in reverse so I can hit a race. I can taste the blood. 
Yeah, really, really <laughs> shitty lyrics there. They yeah. should have just done another verse like the first two. Yeah. I don't, what is that? Is that even what is that? What is that about anything? What's happening? Um, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's real bad. They they did such a good job. I think in the rest of the song, it's like pretty clear what they're singing about, and then they're just they got into real live journal territory there. Yeah, they so. really did. Yep. <sighs> Do the crawl. Do the crawl. Oh, there's a. I I'm always. <laughs> There's a guitar solo, and I remember it being not bad. Um, oh, interesting. I, but maybe I'll backpedal. I'll be the judge of that. Sample. Um, let me find it. Do the crawl. Dude, that's totally a keyboard. That ain't no guitar. Yeah, you're right. Yep. That's a keyboard. Well, I kind of liked it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't. They just all hammer-ons. I think they brought in a, like an outside keyboard player. There's a guy named RV, I think, maybe playing keyboards there. Yeah. That's what he's credited as. Additional musicians. RV played keyboards on track one and five. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. My turn. Your turn. Let's talk about getaway car. All right. You know where you are. So obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. The most obnoxious part to me is how it's completely, totally, and in all other ways, completely derivative of the B-52s. Smash Mouth is just like, hey, let's try to write a B-52 song and just shamelessly rip them off. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, they do that a few times in this album. Specifically Not of the B-52s specifically, but Uh, other, like other, they're just, I think they're... (laughs) They're trying to be like, yeah, we're doing like a retro pastiche. And it's like, no, you're stealing from a specific band that <laughs> yeah. had a specific sound. It's like even more blatant than uh, Chris Gaines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this song is, oh, what is this even about? Let's see. Uh, Actually, I, I am curious. What do you think this song is about? Is it about sex? There's not, there's a know, verse here. <laughs> ain't nothing like, a, uh, ain't nothing like it. A shiny machine. If you could just drive it, I'll show you where to put the gasoline. Is that butt stuff? (laughs) Or sounding or whatever that's called? Sounding? What? Oh, maybe that's one of those uh, dirty things that King of Queens didn't teach you about. No. I believe that's what it's called. Teach me. (laughs) Teach me how to sound. Teach me, teach me how to sound. Um, I think that that's the one that involves uh, insertion of objects in the male urethra. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 it, it does. Yep. Did you just Google it? No, I just looked it up on um, Wikipedia just to make sure I'm not misremembering it. Yeah. Apparently, it's okay. a medical does practice, Wikipedia too. Wikipedia supply some diagrams. Oh, let me look up wiki how <laughs> sounding. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have some diagrams who baby why is it called sounding um i think it's it's because that's what it's called in a medical context i'm not sure why it's called that there um yeah anyway i've got a car i'll let you drive i've got a cave where we can hide it's 2 a.m do you know where you are getaway car <laughs> so i do have some sound samples of steve harwell doing his best impression of the guy from the b-52s so let's just listen to him try to do that that's terrible yeah here's another one Oh yeah, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. 
that's a bit where he talks about in my pee pee hole yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yikes um yeah. So it I'm ends. in a shared uh I'm in a shared hotel. Um oh. <laughs> we're like so there's someone across the <laughs> There's someone the door, watching you say these the things. Door. Um fortunately they're in a in a different room, but I don't know if they're gonna hear all this stuff out of context. Hell yeah. Not that it would make it any better. <laughs> so cool. Anyway. Um, um there's a real bad lyric in here. I was um, gonna read it. Don't you tell your daddy, it. don't tell the police. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep it between you and me. Jesus. Uh, I can't tell if they're trying to do the pastiche of like predatory rock songs or if they are just enacting a predatory rock song. If that's just who they are. I don't think it really matters. That's a good point. Who fucking cares? If you do a pastiche of a bad thing, a pastiche just means doing it without any commentary. So it just means you're doing a bad thing. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, it's bad anyway. Anyway, you slice it. All right. Um, <laughs> we have very little to say girly. about these songs, even to shit on them or make fun of them. Let's talk about girl like you. I, the girl like me. Yeah. What would a girl like me be like? He definitely says walking through the loo, even though the genius thinks it's walking through the Louvre. He definitely says loo. I think he says Louvre. I, I remember him hearing it. No, he sound. definitely says loo. I listened to it several times. All right. So it's like walking to the loo as in the bathroom. Walking through the loo. All right. Whatever. <laughs> so let me start with the one positive thing I have to say about this song. Um, which is, I think the chorus has bad lyrics, but... <laughs> that the, is pretty positive. Um, the melody, <laughs> the melody uh, rhythm is interesting. Um, so, a common way to break up a phrase um, is to divide it in half. Mm -hmm. um, but this does, in the beginning of the chorus, it has a three, three, two to add up to eight um, division. But then the second half of the chorus, well, so the first half of the chorus is I've been waiting for a girl. That's three beats. Mm -hmm. Waiting for a girl. Three more beats. Waiting for a, and then that's two beats. Mm. And then it's girl like you. Mm -hmm. then, then it makes it square. But then the second half is I'm just standing around. That's two beats. Standing around. And then... Waiting for a girl hanging, uh, hanging round for a. So it's two, three, three in the second half. Um, so I think that's an interesting rhythm um, because they make it backwards the second time. So you want to play that same sound sample again? Oh, the same one I just played. People can. Yeah. 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 Switched here. That is a pretty cool rhythm. Yeah. So I, I think that's some pretty sophisticated phrasing. What mm -hmm. they're saying is total bullshit and nothing, and I hate it. But uh, I did appreciate the that little musical moment. Yeah. What's this song about, Cameron? Uh, this um <laughs> really making me back up my um the statement that i made uh so i mean ostensibly it's about waiting for a, a love interest um to meet the right person um so yeah these the verse one is um standing in a queue in a line walking something through to the loo through the loo through the louvre i don't know with your mother hi took me by the eye caught me in the hang undercover so i don't know what happens in the hang undercover but apparently he kind of steals this girl away from her mom <laughs> um Yikes. while they're in public and just something happens so that like 
best case scenario is just like uh, innocuous but creepy um, or nothing happens. I don't know. And then the second verse is uh, even less specific. Show someone how to grow, make a garden be out of nothing. (laughs) Terrible. Uh, You beating at the moon, barking up a tree, stark running. Beating at the moon? That's what Genius Lyric says. I don't know if the real lyrics are that or something. Yeah, I wonder if they got it wrong. Then verse three, living in a rocky world, listen to the mockingbird. Listen when your mama says, baby, come home, real home. Real home. What are you talking about? (laughs) Cameron, listen to your mother, but not Greg Camp. All right. So, yeah, this song is uh, absolute garbage nonsense. Yeah, that's right. With a nice little musical moment in there. Yeah. Okay, is it my turn? Uh, There's also a take it up key change. You know Mm -hmm. how I feel about that. Oh, you have a sound sample of that, don't you? Yeah. So worth it. Use the little clock tick in there before the uh, key change to emphasize the theme of time passing. Oh, yeah. That is so thoroughly explored in this song. Yeah. (laughs) Really earn that. They earn it almost too well. Yeah. Uh, And that's what I have to say about that song. You have another sound sample, though. Uh, yeah, but that's like the lyrics that I just read. Um, uh, okay. It's some dumb and then weird the chorus that you don't like. I Praises. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about everyday hero. Superhero. Everyday superhero. It's not. So, so I guess they wrote this. Yeah, this was on Zoom. So they wrote yes. it for Zoom. It's pretty clear that. Yeah, I, I would have thought this song is like gross and self-aggrandizing, except it's pretty clearly written as a pathetic attempt to garner, garner a movie soundtrack spot. I don't know if like they, they were approached and asked to write a song for Zoom or if they just like wrote this song yeah. hoping it would end up on a soundtrack because it's vague enough that it could go either way. I'm just your average, yeah. ordinary, everyday superhero trying to save the world, but never really sure. I'm just your average, ordinary, everyday superhero. Nothing more than that. That's all I really am. Honk shoe. <laughs> so that, yeah, it, it makes me think that this is like some pathetic soundtrack uh, song. But on the other hand, in the, in the first verse, it does kind of sound like Greg Camp literally breaking the fourth wall to talk directly to us. Every morning, I wake up just the same. Another victim of ordinary fame. I don't see myself as invincible. It's not true at all. So, so Greg's sort of saying, like, I know that, I, that me, Greg Camp, I know that I seem larger than life. And Household like I must name. live this, like, charmed charmed life and uh must have a completely different maybe even inhuman experience um but i'm here to tell you that uh i'm just like you plebes (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. this simple simple minded like dumb plebeians like just like you and uh (laughs) if you cut me i bleed Mm -hmm. so i'm i i thought it was real big of uh of great camp to have a humble moment Mm-hmm. to relate to us yeah to really us norm us normies reach down from on high yeah thanks greg yep who boy i don't even have more to make fun of for this song it's just yeah so i so think the bland and boring i think i think the idea of this song if there is an idea is that they're it. juxtaposing the average ordinary every day with the idea of being a superhero. Um, and that's sort of the, I guess the, the gag of the song, the, the kind of device um, is, uh, is that, and <laughs> I guess it kind of ties in with the movie because I think it's a superhero family that 
takes a super serum or something. So they are kind of normal average people learning how to um, use their powers for good, the powers that they do have. Uh, so I don't know. Um, yeah. It's a song that was vague enough to be make sense in the credits for Zoom, the Tim Allen movie. Mm-hmm. And Courtney Cox. She was in that too. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's the mom. Cool. Uh, you choose the song now. Uh, yeah, I guess you did choose that one. All right. Um, oh, uh, one one more thing. There is, I do have a sound sample of Everyday Superhero, and it's just uh, uh, Steve Harwell doing some very um, awkward uh, syllable emphases. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I don't see myself as not <laughs> myself as invincible yikes yep, yep. bad 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 uh so there's more uh to be australian for a little bit longer before it doesn't work anymore uh there's more whinging ah, about la uh-huh um so you want to uh hey la play your hey la sound sample Greg Camp is back, baby. Listen to this. There's an automatic teller machine in the emergency room. There's a meter maid. She arrives by broom. There's a bear in the air with a lullaby (laughs) and a big brown coat to keep you warm at night. Greg Camp is back, mother truckers. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, there's a money tree, and the ladder leans up against the trunk, but the steps are greased. Oh, wow. It's so deep. Yeah. I'm just so tired of hearing about how these, like, very successful musicians um, got chewed up and spit out by L.A. (laughs) Just (laughs) because they're they're not respected, but they got everything. You know, I I don't know. Maybe, Maybe they're just... They just think that they, they're more deserving of critical accolades and maybe that's the issue or something. But they got money. They got or maybe I don't know. It's like who is this for? Uh it's it's hard it's hard to think that like it's possible that maybe they wrote this for their colleagues or whatever who didn't find success or for other people that they see trying to find success, but it seems like they're kind of playing the victim, mm-hmm. the uh underdogs when they're really overdogs. Yeah, no kidding. There's the use of uh, the metaphor of plastic, you know, like just people being fake. Um, There's a plastic man with a plastic knife in a rubber hand at a drastic price. None of those words mean anything at all. Yeah. Cool. And then this, (laughs) you're a shining star, a needle in the haze. Uh, okay. Hmm. There's a man upstairs with the fire making, below. There's that elevator, and away you go. They're they're just making up idioms. Yes. <laughs> this song uh, is so a, ridiculous. <laughs> um. Apparently, I had an audio sample about this. Oh, really? Let's you want to play it? Yeah, there it is. Oh, that, famous yep. governator. <laughs> what does it really mean to wait? Waiting for your opportunity, right? <laughs> to be a star. Yeah, she'll show you what waitress really means. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> There's a smooth. Yeah. Can that, we quit? That line is this about- going to be? Is this going to be the one that finally does us in? <laughs> Show's canceled. No more. No more show. Yeah. Bye bye. <sighs> okay. That line about the famous governor. Ugh, makes me so mad. Um, yep. did I choose that one? You chose that one. I chose it. Okay. Let's let's look for a little bit of light in the tunnel. And let's listen to what I think is lyrically by far the best song on the album and uh, maybe the best 
what could you possibly one of the best be talking about? <laughs> one of the best uh songs that lyrically speaking anyway songs that smash mouth has done it's called right side wrong bed my foolish brute and my stubborn head i woke up on the right side i woke up on the right side on the right side of the wrong bed i also appreciate that Greg or uh, sorry, Steve Harwell is not singing with his weird ska grasp. He's just singing a, a little bit more straight. Yeah, yeah. So this is not an amazing song, but by Smash Mouth standards, it's pretty good. Um, All right. So essentially, the idea is that he everything should be feeling right, but he still feels kind of off, like. You know okay. the, the phrase. So that's what the metaphor means. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a, it's a little bit Garfcore, like you know. Yeah. You know yeah. the phrase. Wake woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, he woke up on the right side of the bed, but it's just the wrong bed. So think about it. Think about that. <laughs> um. So he has he has some like pretty good lyrics in here. Chasing my tail like the second hand chases those grains of sand it's a little bit of a mixed clock and hourglass but okay in that television hourglass and i'm lying Fox, how do they work yeah and i'm lying here wondering is it finally sinking into my weary heart my foolish pride and my stubborn head yeah the pages of the calendar are flying off faster what, as i get it, old and if i had a second take i'd want to make the same mistakes except for the clothes <laughs> that's actually kind of cute <laughs> <laughs> I like my dumb and bad style. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So it's like it's not a great song, but I really appreciated it, and I also like that it's not just some. I don't know that the the music is just like kind of an acoustic ballad. We haven't heard Smash Mouth do many, if any, of those, and it's fine musically. So is the right is right side wrong bed like? I guess I was going to say, can you actually like explain the metaphor in a concrete way? But I guess you can't really explain the metaphor of uh, waking up on the wrong side of the bed in a concrete way. Anyway, it's sort of just an intuitive. Yeah. I, I think part, so part I of the point of that phrase is that, that it just doesn't really mean much. It's just like, yeah. you're kind of feeling off today for no reason at all. Right. Yeah. That's definitely what it means, but I just don't know if this idiom is is earned. Like, I kind of get what you're saying, but do you get what you're saying? Wait, you mean uh, Greg Camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think it's it's earned? Uh, I I don't know what you're saying. That what he's saying is he he feels good, but he shouldn't. No, that he. What's the wrong bed? everything should be going well for him and on paper everything looks good but he still feels like kind of sad or off like right you know there he he woke up today like feeling okay he woke up on the the right side of the bed but there's some just like weird framing issue where his something about his world is just not quite right right in harmony you know so huh. i don't know all right there's not much best, to like best dig into there. song ever um, I don't know. Yeah, oof. On, on a sonic level, it was nice just to hear acoustic guitar and not totally obnoxious singing. Yeah. There's another song and where... The melodies are decent in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, there's another song, too, where Steve sings clean, and I like it so much better. Um, it's your turn to, to pick, but if you want to take that segue, we could talk about quality control. Uh, I haven't... I don't think I have anything to say about quality control. Well, we could just, I have, I have a, a few, um, digs at smash mouth. I can say, and then we can listen to some sound samples and then be done. Be All right, 45 great. seconds. So maybe he's been spending some time in uh, Australia also, the way he emphasizes a different syllable of control. Quality control. Yep. 
it's not a bad Did word for Steve Harwell yeah. or Australia. <laughs> the first syllable of that word. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It took you a minute. See, I'm going to blame it on being sick. Yeah. Definitely couldn't be a stupid joke or reference. Um, so it opens with these stellar lines. They've swept up the rubbish and took out the garbage. And that just immediately got me thinking, wait a minute. Are those, are, are, are those different things? Rubbish and garbage? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, I don't think you sweep up rubbish. I mean, you can, I guess. I don't know. Are there gradations in meaning between those two words? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Um, I, th- I think they're the same. But I dislike this song for the way it has like this weird posturing from Smash Mouth where it's like they're the true avatars of authenticity, authenticity in music. They've cleared the channels, program in progress, and if you haven't noticed, you have just been whored and turned out. Behind the receiver, the silver deceiver, well, we aren't bending over anymore. We've tuned out. And then... <laughs> yeah, I don't like that, like, weird sex stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, I really don't either. Like, the rest, the rest of you are just, like, taking it in the, in the urethra. Just getting sounded. Oh, yikes. Uh, Yeah, but uh, the the one thing I do like about this song is when Steve sings clean. Yeah, those are the horrible lines we just read, but. I yeah. much prefer the way he sings it to where he's weird, like snarly, raspy ska voice. Uh, I guess we can talk about So Insane. We are rapidly running out of songs, dude. Yeah, this... last episode was pretty short. Uh-huh. And I think this one's going to be too. <laughs> yes. There's just... Not a whole lot to talk about. So much nothing to this album. Here is a song called So Insane. The future is coming fast. You better make room. How do you like that uh, whoop whoop in the intro to the chorus? Yeah, a little, it was, a little juggalo action in there. Yeah, it was straight out of Hocus Pocus. So this is their kind of hopefully final like what a crazy world we live in oh it won't be i I had i have this one friend who just like (laughs) likes to say like when when we just apropos of nothing like when there's a bit of silence in the conversation she'll just say like oh what a world (laughs) like what are you talking about (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) Uh, yep so that's basically what becoming so insane yeah um luckily they've got the minds the minds that go boom my nose is going boom yeah it is um yeah what the fuck um (laughs) don't look back the past has passed what the future's coming fast what um so this is also on zoom so oh right yeah yeah yeah. and a couple other things if i remember right it was, oh, yeah, let's take a look. It was in the opening of the infamous ABC series Caveman in the unaired pilot. Oh. The one that's based that. on the Geico uh, commercials. Oh, interesting. Whoa, Nick Kroll is in oh, it. Oh, wow, Nick Kroll was in it. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we just said that. Yeah. Wow. Jinx much. He's, he's one of the, whoa, he's one of the main characters. That seems like something he'd be into. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that dude's kind of off-putting. Nick Kroll? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw him in um, the Captain Underpants movie, um, which I don't know if he was great in it, but I actually like that movie pretty well. Oh. Huh. It's got um, Thomas Middleditch and Kevin Hart in it, and they're actually really charming in it. Kevin James? Uh, Kevin Hart. Ah. Uh, Kevin McAllister. Oh, the pilot was accused of being racist because some <laughs> critics thought the cavemen were being used as a metaphor for blacks and other minorities. I do Yikes. remember hearing about that. Yes. Oof. Not great. 
Um, yeah, it's it's that it's that thing where um, uh, people will use a metaphor for um, minorities by literally having a non-human like like a, what's it called? Um, uh, Bright that Netflix fantasy show mm-hmm. where it's there in order to talk about the plight of um, non-white people. They literally create other like species, like orcs and elves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, this is like offensive, right? <laughs> yeah, like uh, District Nine does that too. I remember liking that when it came out, but also being really uncomfortable about how racist it was towards Nigerians. Yeah, there's some real bad Nigerians in it. Yeah, um, are um, cavemen not humans? I mean, well, like Neanderthals. Like, huh. I have some near. I, I remember the ca- I remember the guy cavemen looking like they're not like like they're a different, you know, homo something else, not a non safe no homo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's see. Huh, cavemen are typically portrayed as wearing shaggy animal hides and capable of cave painting, like beh- behaviorally modern humans of the last glacial period. Hmm. I don't know i think it's a little well unclear whether they're humans or not well also are neanderthals you really decide not humans? right in listener yeah neanderthals are described as an extinct species or subspecies of archaic humans in the genus homo so there you go listeners also cameron have you checked out the temperature lately there's a fever that's about to break there is a game to be won and a song to be sung this is our battle cry make no mistake May okay. <laughs> what is? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. So you keep saying this and it's. Uh huh. It's so <laughs> insane. I don't know what the antecedent is. It's so to insane. All these pronouns. Uh, they're just talking about the book. It. Yeah. Have you read that shit? <laughs> holy. This holy got like shit. a creepy clown in it. Whoa. All right. Let's talk about Summer Girl and then stop. I don't know what All else right. what else there is. I guess we can talk about Summer Girl titular uh, oh, this album. Summer Eleven, had me a blast. Yep. It's about how he's hoping the summer girl can save him. And he wants to cast her as some weird, like, sun-drenched, manic pixie dream girl beach bum. Um, And it's not clear whether she wants that or is into it or if he's just, you know, imposing that on her. Yeah, or if she's even a real person. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know much, but I have a clue. You've never owned a pair of shoes. When winter comes, promise me you'll keep me warm and always be my summer girl. Uh, there, there's a good lyrical detail here that I want to highlight. In the first verse, let me take you to the old arcade. I got a pocket full of sandy change. That's pretty good. Hmm. I like that. It's evocative. That's lovely. What? Ah. <laughs> I mean, it's no, not, you're right. It's good. It's not amazing, but it's that made me like, remember having Sandy Change uh, and going to beach arcades. He he was one of my best friends, Sandy Change. <laughs> um, so that's that's a good detail. But this detail, I'm not okay with. My summer girl, Ever Brown. You're laughing as I'm sinking down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it's probably a li- at least a little bit. Uh, to assume things, to think that he's talking about a white person and describing her as ever brown. Um, but I mean, let's be real. It's Smash Mouth. He's probably talking about a white girl, and to like describe her as ever brown is eh, problematic. I I don't even have the energy to be annoyed by that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I think Smash Mouth has defeated us. Like. Last the episode we released last week, I thought we we managed to like pull something out of what we were listening to, and like I really enjoyed our little uh, what should we call it like slam jam poetry, man, and that was fun. 
but tonight it's just I, I got nothing. <laughs> you don't remember that? It was like three weeks ago, and now you're sick. Okay. Oh, damn. Damn, 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 damn. I don't have time to listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I do listen to it. Let me see if there's any like reviews. Uh, I forgot to look it up. Save us with some song meanies. Wow. Yeah, no one's. <laughs> I don't think there's any genius annotation. There's like one genius annotation on this whole album. I'm looking for it. Oh yeah, so <laughs> on the song "Story of My Life," um, which is another uh, underdog story about um, I finally get aboard and the whole boat sinks. You know, um, uh, I'm overdrawn. I check my account; the money's all gone. Basically, about being kind of chronically unlucky, and despite being um, you know responsible and doing the things that you should. Uh, but emo Squidward, emo uh, underscore Squidward, mm-hmm. the genius user. Uh, says in this song we see the genius that is Steve Harwell oh boy write lyrics about his misfortune oh boy (laughs) (laughs) the same man that praises himself in songs such as hot is now taking a woe is me type attitude toward his lyrics I can't I also take a woe is me type attitude towards his lyrics (laughs) well yeah me too obviously I can't (laughs) tell why is this happening to me are they being sincere this uh this annotator emo squidward yeah well yeah thank you for yeah do you think are they being sarcastic no i think that i think they're into it okay they're appreciating um that uh smash mouth is finally uh admitting that they're um uh the underdog (laughs) (laughs) and not as successful as you think yeah because they've never talked about how they're the the uh underdog before I have some interesting uh, trivia that is in one of these Amazon reviews. It says, it's a two-star review. <laughs> it's titled, Winter Girl? Question uh, mark. Which is, I guess, whatever. I have awaited this CD with bated breath since its forthcoming release was announced last January. It was heralded as a return to the Smash Mouth old circa FYM, Fushu Mang. As it turns out, the press release was referring to another album the band had completed entitled Old Habits. After replacing their drummer and ditching Interscope as their label, they decided to release Summer Girl instead. Huh. Yeah. Ditch their drummer, huh? Yeah. I don't know. Well, they replaced their drummer and ditched Interscope. But I think Interscope ditched them. It's one of those, you can't break up with me, I'm breaking up with you kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, buddies. Yeah. Smash mouths. Smash his mouth. That's about all I got. Nobody eat, nobody is talking about this album, even to dis, like, uh, to diss it or to shit on it. It's just like, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything Except else? for us. <laughs> even, well, we don't care. What are you talking about? Oh, boy. I mean, we're talking about it. <laughs> And that's your We've fault. We've probably talked the most about this album that anyone ever has, other than Smash Mouth. Probably even more than Smash Mouth. <laughs> they do not <laughs> seem to have put a lot of time or energy or thought into these. Oh my God, Cameron, you'll never guess. Next album was released six years later. It's called Magic. And there is a song on it called Justin Bieber. Oh, we're going to get some hot takes on the Biebs? It's hot takes circa 2012. Hell yeah. Yikes. I'm already so into that shit, dude. <laughs> well, who wrote the songs on the next album? A bunch of different people. Uh, okay. Three does people have, are does credited. Steve get his hand on the ball on like anywhere each there. one. Harwell shows up a few times. Oh, hey, so this will fill, <laughs> fill out some time. Um, Great. One of our uh, patrons um, uh, posted something. Um, oh, yeah. Did yeah. you see that? I did see that. So uh, Matt Parr um, uh, posted this link to this video uh, of uh, Steve Harwell, <laughs> like coming onto the stage uh, at some sort of like outdoor performance, and the band is just um, uh, vamping on um, don't 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 like the uh, All Star vamp at the beginning of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just refuses to start the singing. Somebody <laughs> once told me because 
um someone threw bread like a loaf of bread at him from the audience uh-huh. and uh he absolutely loses his shit and he like wants this guy to come up on stage and fight him yep. and it's really embarrassing <laughs> he says you throw one more piece of shit on fucking stage i'm gonna come find your ass i'm gonna beat your ass whoever the fuck you are out there yeah <laughs> it's it's really funny I'm going to put a link in the show notes and everyone should watch it. It is hilarious. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Matt Farr. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty sad. It kind of reminded me of that um, uh, video of... Who's I talking about? The, the like, one black person on Whose Lines in Any Way. Oh, Wayne Brady? Wayne Brady. Yeah. Uh, remember when I told you about that Wayne Brady video of him, like, just doing a bunch of really weird posturing bullshit? Like, like f- basically feeding trolls, mm. <laughs> making a fool out of himself. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's just real sad when, when, when people uh, just don't take graceful exits out of the public spotlight. Yeah. Oh, sp- uh, speaking of Patreon, though. Um, uh huh. I believe we had a uh, uh, we have a shout out to do. I want to thank uh, our friend Stubadub for um, donating to our Patreon and bringing us to a very good number. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get to enjoy it for very long though. Yeah, someone um, else started do- donating. Ugh. Yeah, and now we're having a good old seventy-one. If you know what I mean. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone is eventually going to do this $20 option and I'll have to sing a short song, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that. A short, probably extemporized song. <laughs> yes. With your banjo. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, man. Oh, listener, if you can stay with us and you can survive this horrible nightmare that we've gotten ourselves. Well, we haven't gotten ourselves into it. Cameron has gotten ourselves into it. All right. It. <laughs> Uh, if you can hang on with us one more week next week, it'll be smash mouth with magic. Let's hope it lives up to its name. It's probably going to be a lot more interesting. I think just because it's going to be like, uh, we'll have a little more fodder. Yeah, I hope. And there will <laughs> be no Greg's out of the picture. Greg camp. Yes. Um, yeah. So until next week, you can email us at email at box website. Tweet us at Toby S podcast. Uh, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would be awesome. Uh, and if you want to support us, you can go to support.boxset.website and kick us a few bucks on the Patreon. That would be great. And if you do that, you get access to all of our bonus content, including a weekly mini show we do called What's in the Box Weekly. What was in your box, Cameron? Uh, I talked about my favorite bread recipe. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He absolutely did. And I talked about a little movie you might have heard of called An American Tale, which kicks ass. It's just real fre- fresh topics. Yeah. <laughs> one is thousands of years old and one is 30 something years old. It's very uh-huh. timely is the word I would use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, until next week, I've been Nathan Hunt and oops, nobody got hurt. Sorry. I'm... <laughs> Cut, cut this part out. Um, I'm, I, for, I, for, I forgot to write down <laughs> jokes. Did we have any jokes? I don't know if we did. No. Uh, just looking through the lyrics. Just edit it. Make me sound real good. Okay. Oh, so good. And I've been Cameron DeWitt. And listen when your mama says, baby, come home real home. You gotta listen. much longer are you in uh, the land of oz i get back on uh late tuesday night this tuesday uh yeah oh just a few more days a few more days great you're gonna be happy to be back uh yeah there's just too many flying monkeys mm-hmm. and um drop bears i hear are a big problem w- w- drop bears 
<laughs> yeah, everyone won't shut up about the drop bears. <laughs> <sighs> it's just too fair dinkum here. What? What did you call me? What did you call my dinkum? Fair dinkum? Uh, That's like if I mean, um, I know I have someone one, says but... something and you want to confirm that they're there. It's like saying no shit. Fair dinkum? <laughs> That's really yeah. dumb sounding. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a... Uh, I think it's like an old bogan thing to say. Like, um, it's you only say it if you're willing to be kind of embarrassingly Australian. <laughs> Australians seem to be mostly kind of embarrassed by themselves, <laughs> by their culture. <laughs> Can you blame them? Like, ju- just last night I was um, talking with a, a teen um and he was like yeah i hate australian culture (laughs) just (laughs) apropos of nothing (laughs) that's pretty funny although we do have teens here in our country who feel the same about our country um yeah i'm sure that's true yeah teens man what are you gonna do say more funny b-roll stuff sorry (laughs) Sorry, that's not funny. That's super. Not even if you're Canadian. Super cloudy. Yeah.